Uh, that sounds like CL. I think it's the right person. <laughs> person. How you doing, man? <laughs> person. Hey, cats are people too, you know? I'm a, I'm a modern man. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, just waiting for a few more people to drop in and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get started direct on the dot at six o'clock, four o'clock, three o'clock. I guess it depends where you're, where you're sitting from. 1 a.m. <clears throat> 1 a.m. <laughs> can, can you hear uh, screaming in the background? Um, nope, nope, don't hear anything. That, that's, <laughs> that, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it is uh, 1600 hours UTC. So I think we're going to go and get started. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone tuning in. And welcome to the Bitcoin Cash Hangout. What an exciting past two weeks it has been since the last Hangout. The price of Bitcoin Cash rose from $110 to $160, making up for some huge losses all cryptocurrencies have seen in the first half of the year. Is this the start of a trend reversal? I think it's too early to say, but I'm sure I'm excited to see how far that rally extends especially once Bitcoin Cash becomes legal tender in an internationally recognized country sometime soon, .tm. Who knows, maybe even this recent 60% gain will look like small fry by the time this year is out. Hopium or not, I don't know. I'm excited. Anyway, regardless of price, what I really love uh, about the Bitcoin Cash community and what attracts me is that it's always building and looking forward to the future. With the goal of moving humanity into the next era where finance and monetary control is separate from state and banks. I think this is often forgotten, which is why I would like to address this. We want to move finance into a decentralized system built upon an open public ledger, otherwise known as the blockchain, where anyone with internet access, no matter how poor, and that's important, no matter how poor or rich, can access and use for virtually no cost. It's easy to forget there are 1 million plus unbanked adults in the world, and this will give them access to that checkings account or savings account or any other financial instrument available on the Bitcoin Cash network. And we are lucky enough today to be able to welcome one of the more prominent builders on BCH, Chris Troutner, who is going to be here to talk to us about fullstack.cash, we also have Sonny Gahani back in the house to talk about his merchant adoption progression in a status update, including some tantalizing info regarding a Bitcoin Cash convention. Ooh, how exciting. We also have two topics of the day to debate. Merchant adoption, Golden Road or Fool's Paradise, and also the importance of a country accepting BCH as legal tender. And for these two topics, we will be joined by Jeremy and Kilisti. Sponsorship of the show tonight is again from our good friends at the Bitcoin Cash podcast. If you want to get even more BCH news and updates, join Jeremy Jett and community guests on Twitter at the BCH podcast or visit www.bitcoincashpodcast.com. All proceeds of this sponsorship have gone into hosting these spaces at rss.com forward slash podcasts forward slash fiendish crypto. Please make sure to check this out today to listen to the Bitcoin Cash Hangout offline. And it makes sure that this sponsorship funding doesn't go to waste. 
Co-hosting today, as always, we have that crafty black cat who seems to be everywhere. Cheap lightning. Waiting for the meow. Meow. <laughs> and I'm your host, Fiendish Crypto. Just a quick reminder of our spaces culture before we start off. We want a positive, lively, free-form chat, so just grab hold of the mic when you have something to say, or use the hands-up feature if you're feeling shy. For everyone in the audience, if you want to come on the stage, please make a request for the mic, and we will do our best to get you on there. And also, as a special treat today, to try and encourage some more active participation, there will be 0.02BCH for all members of the audience who participate today and add something to the conversation. So get on that mic and receive some easy BCH. And this will be using Chaintip on Twitter. Um, and hopefully we'll be doing this live today as it goes. Great. So on that note, I would love to start. I believe we have our guests on the stage. So to start up, we have the amazing developer builder, Chris Troutner. Greetings, Chris. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. It's a pleasure to have you here. Yeah, thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here and an honor. And uh, I've been attending these uh, hangouts here for a while. So I just I love the momentum and the energy that uh, that people bring to these hangouts. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. I love it. Um, and if we can build on that even better. Um, and uh, I, I love I love it really hearing there's so many great people in the community doing such amazing things. And uh, it's great to have as many platforms as possible to talk about them. And that's why, uh, Chris, you're invited today. And I'm really excited. So please tell us what is Fullstack.cash and what does it offer? Uh, thanks. Yeah, well, so the the. The big takeaway here is if you are a, an entrepreneur or a business owner uh, or you know someone who wants to build a, 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 you know, some new app uh, that leverages Bitcoin Cash, fullstack.cash provides the resources for doing that. We've got a small and growing network of remote developers that we can tap into uh, so we can help uh, entrepreneurs find uh, a developer with experience in Bitcoin Cash and in uh, SLP tokens and help you sort of get set up. That's, that's what I do. Um, I'm available for hire uh, to do sort of consulting and to help manage developers and help, and help businesses navigate the, the windy road that is developing an app for their idea. If you're a software developer or an engineer out there, if there's any of those listening, uh, fullstack.cash also provides infrastructure and example code and everything that you need to get going with your own idea. And we leverage this uh, conceptual framework called the cash stack and that the technical details for those who want to check it out is at cashstack.info. Uh, it was the, the concept was developed when I was working at Bitcoin.com, uh, helping to build out their developer.bitcoin.com platform, which is uh, I've since forked. And that is what uh, fullstack.cash came from. So that's that's the basic overview. So we, we basically uh, cater to the, those two groups, entrepreneurs and software developers. And uh, and fullstack.cash is really a it's the commercial arm of a larger organization called the Permissionless Software Foundation. And uh, and that's our our network of developers that we work with. Uh, it's mostly JavaScript developers, but uh, but we don't uh, turn any uh, particular language away. And uh, we just really want to promote freedom and the use of permissionless 
currency in the world. Uh, so everybody here, I think, is, is pretty well aligned. It's, it's usually just a matter of figuring out the details. And so I just look at I look at myself as the biggest service I render to the Bitcoin cash space is just helping entrepreneurs navigate the waters. Uh, Crypto is very confusing, particularly when you start getting into the technical details. And uh, so that's the biggest value I bring is just it's just education. That's that's the biggest thing that I bring to this space. That's great. Yes. And I, I, I have heard from Aaron from uh, Bitcoin Creations who uses the api.fullstackcash um, for the payment module. And he spoke very highly of you, your work, and what it offers and enables. And looking online uh, at your websites, there's also quite a few businesses listed who are using the fullstack.cash um, APIs, including uh, sideshift.ai, Suite, Bitphoenix, Avalabs, eCash, GNC, Bitcoin.com, amongst many others. Um, is it possible just to talk a little bit about how these different organizations are utilizing your work to give people here maybe in the audience an idea of what sort of apps uh, this would help them with? Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, we've got a pretty distinguished uh, list of, of uh, clients that have used our technology. So as I said, uh, the tech really had its roots in Bitcoin.com, where it was originally developed under Gabriel Cardona, uh, funded by Roger Veer. Um, and then when I went on uh, from there to start Fullstack.cash, uh, Sideshift AI was one of our first uh, clients, we manage their SLP token infrastructure. Uh, today, we we manage the SLP token infrastructure for Bitfinex, which has the Tether stablecoin on the Bitcoin Cash network. So that's pretty important. Uh, they're a very important client for us. Um, and then we've got some other smaller businesses that are starting to use our technology. LaunchpadIP.com is using our technology uh, to build a, a very simple NFT generator where a person can upload a file and turn that into an NFT, then sell the NFT on a secondary market and then bring the NFT back. Burn the, so the user who buys the NFT can then burn it to access the download. Uh, so that's a, that's the idea that I'm working on with them. Uh, Shoemaker360 is a, a guy who's a member of the Permissionless Software Foundation, and he specializes in uh, 3D video videometry. Um, so, one, for instance, one of the things that he's done is uh, he's been hired by museums, especially during the COVID crisis and during the lockdowns, uh, to scan all of their artifacts uh, and, and render them as a 3D model so that people could take virtual tours of the um, museum. And so what he's trying to do now is use our technology to convert 3D objects into an NFT that you can then import into the uh, the metaverse um, with the with the the Oculus, uh, he's got a prototype working now where he can actually import an NFT into the into the game. Uh, so that's a very exciting um, potential there. Uh, and then there's OwnRare.Art. Uh, that's another member of the Permission, Permissionless Software Foundation, and he is building an NFT auction house similar to uh, OpenSea, but but he's uh, focused on. B BCH NFTs and uh, and in particular using the the PSF token, which is our our own token for the Permissionless Software Foundation, as as a currency. Um, Ava Labs, uh, who oversee the Avalanche Network. 
blockchain, they gave us a grant to develop a decentralized exchange. And as well as the eCash GNC, they matched that donation. So the Permissionless Software Foundation is building uh, a, uh, a decentralized exchange for NFTs. And we're building it primarily on, on BCH uh, and then using those funds to then branch from there into those other two chains. And then we hope to build bridges across the chains. Uh, you know, again, just trying to create permissionless, uh, you know, exchange of value. So however people want to do that. Um, so there are a couple important clients and um, that's, that's pretty much the client list at, at this point. I'm constantly talking to people, trying to, trying to flesh out new ideas. Uh, the, what I'm trying to get away from a little bit is the notion that that every business is an island because we have the blockchain in common we can leverage and we have open source we can leverage a lot of these these this code and these resources and work together so the permissionless software foundation has really been focused on you know the, the clients i just mentioned we're trying to bring them together and and, and help everybody play together and, and find out where uh where there's synergy between the different, the different players. Uh, so that's been a big focus. Uh, you know, the, so there's the client list and the actual things we do, but then there's sort of the higher level intent beyond that. Yeah. I, I, I think this is a really uh, good philosophy to have. And I uh, believe this very much that the, the rising tide, li tide lifts all boats. And in, in the case of Bitcoin cash, every one success uh, here it helps everyone else and there's a lot of work where we can work together it's decentralized um, it's not a business and everyone's individuals that can focus on their own project but um, I think the more cooperation there's there's a lot of gains to be made here and um, mentioning about you know, NFTs and, and the metaverse this is something that's um, it's something that interests me greatly I mean I think up until this point NFTs have mostly been um, is the, one of the largest scams, <laughs> to put it bluntly. Uh, but I, I, I can see the future of this, and I think it's going to be massive. I am a VR bull, VRAR. Um, I think this is going to be huge. I think the software um, that's coming out, mostly, unfortunately, from Facebook, they're investing billions into this. Uh, but uh, hopefully, Valve uh, with a uh, Index Two will be catching up with this. I think this is huge, and I think this is a great direction to go in. So, if there's any en entrepreneurs out there that wants to be early, um, this is my tip. Uh, I, I, I think that this is going to be bigger than the internet when the internet released. I, I really, I think it's going to be huge. And NFTs for, uh, you know, ownership of assets within a game. And, and uh, I think this is, this is going to really prove uh, the worth of uh, NFTs. So, Chris, um, interesting question. I guess people, you're looking out there for, for people to work with you, people to use your, um, to the fullstack.cash, also to use your work as a consultant um what i saw there is to use fullstack.cash it's free up to 10 requests per minute um and maybe you could give a bit of an idea to people out there what the costs are then above that when the the needs you know go maybe a little bit above that and also maybe when the needs go into the direction of mass user yeah i really appreciate you asking about that because that is a that is a common question um so we 
one of the uh, this kind of goes back to really fully explain the reasoning behind some of the price tiers uh, i've got to go back and revisit some some old history when i was working at bitcoin.com um that platform that i helped launch uh developer.bitcoin.com which eventually became fullstack.cash we were largely victims of our own success uh we didn't charge and uh anything to use the service and it became so popular that uh we had eight servers running and we, and we were servicing over, I think 8 million requests a day. And we, we still couldn't uh, satisfy all the requests. And we also had no uh, revenue stream to other than Roger Veer's, you know, generous uh, money to uh, keep the things going. And so uh, that's a problem I set out to solve when I uh, started full stack.cash. So I still want, it's still very important, particularly for entrepreneurs and entrepreneurially minded developers to provide a free resource so that they can get started as quickly as possible and have a, a low, fric as low friction of an experience as possible. Um, but of course those resources cost money. So you, you have to draw the line somewhere. So we do provide a free access tier to the API. Um, you don't have to sign up or anything. You can just start using it, but uh, the requests are limited to 10 requests per minute, which is not really enough to do a serious app, but it is enough to start playing around and quickly get a feel for uh, how to start building with Bitcoin Cash. Uh, and you'll get a friendly reminder saying, hey, you've hit the rate limits, please uh, increase your rate limits at fullstack.cash. And so we have a $10 a month tier, and that significantly increases the, um, the rate limits and provides a, a much better experience to any developers just for $10 a month. We've got a, a $20 a month tier that, uh, you know, increases it significantly beyond that. But then we get into the range of uh, isolated and private infrastructure, which is much more expensive. So those those tier those low those low cost tiers, they're really just intended um, for prototyping and sort of playing around with the Bitcoin Cash blockchain and, and building apps on it. But if you want to be serious about it, uh, there is this this private infrastructure tier where I can host the infrastructure that works for a lot of small businesses because now they don't need to have anybody dedicated like a DevOps guy that's just dedicated to keeping the machines running. I do that for them. Um, of course, everything that we run and develop is completely open source. And I have a huge uh, collection of walkthrough videos and documentation to help anybody who uh, is inclined to run their own infrastructure. Because uh, that is the, I do encourage people to run their own nodes and run their own infrastructure. That is the preferred way. But if, if you'd prefer to pay me, I will do that for you. Um, and then also, uh, this is a particular note to any software developers or engineers uh, listening at cashstack.info. Uh, that whole site is just dedicated to walking through the infrastructure and how it's all put together and how it all works. We have uh, developed what I'm calling our Web3 infrastructure. So the, the stuff I've talked to up to this point is what I consider Web2. It's the very conventional type of internet infrastructure that any company would use, whether it's Twitter or a very small startup. Uh, they're all going to use what I consider this Web2 architecture. And we've developed a Web3 architecture, which actually um, members of the Permissionless Software Foundation are running the same infrastructure in their homes. And we've, we're leveraging the, the power of the IPFS, the Interplanetary File System Network, to essentially share resources over the internet. And so I'm calling this Web3, which is a little different than other people's concept of Web3. But um, what it allows us to do is have ex extremely much cheaper 
uh, infrastructure that is uh, delivered by the community. And so for developers, uh, and this is particularly for developers, say in South America or in India, uh, where even $10 a month is, is excessive for them, um, they need some way to build an app and they don't really have the funding. They get stuck in this chicken and egg problem where they have a great idea and they need to build it, but they need funding in order to pay for the infrastructure and they can't get funding until they build it. So they're just sort of in this stuck chicken and egg problem. We try and break them out of that chicken and egg problem with this Web3 infrastructure. You can get the same resources. Uh, it changes the user experience a little bit and that's the that's sort of the big ask there. Um, but, uh, but it allows anybody in the space to build a very valuable Bitcoin Cash app uh, that leverages this free infrastructure and they don't they can just focus on building they don't need to they don't need to focus on uh, the infrastructure side of things and they don't need to raise a bunch of money to pay for this nice web 2 cloud infrastructure um, so yeah we're really trying to to cater to every need in the marketplace that we see clearly represented um, but at the same time, we're, we're sort of bucking the, the, the sort of Web 2 trend. So it can be a little difficult for, for new people to wrap their heads around some of the ways we're doing things. Definitely. Um, so anyone listening to this uh, who's interested in utilizing um, the blockchain technology, Bitcoin Cash, um, uh, with their apps, um, wants, uh, wants to get past the, uh, the abstraction of, of connecting to that uh, and, uh, uh, and just plug into an API instead, then please get in contact with uh, Chris Troutner. Um, you can follow him on Twitter at Chris Troutner. Um, and t Chris, just to go back, I think, um, yeah, offering the free trial of, uh, of you know, being able to use this at uh, 10 uh, transactions per minute is fantastic for people just getting used to this and, and trying it out and seeing what it can offer to them. And what I do love hearing is, uh, you know, now thinking about the, the costs and creating a business model and making sure that you're earning income and uh, you know sustainable income. Um, what I, I fear in the community, what I've seen a lot of times in the last uh, the last couple of years is uh, a lot of great ideas that uh, are offered for free, and then they rely on donations, and then at a certain point they collapse. Then, and I I'm a big fan of business models. I think that if we want to succeed in bringing this permissionless uh, cash to the world, there needs to be business models that people can get funding from and not having to rely on donations all the time. Um, so I'm, I'm very happy to, to see you're, you're still on that, that quest of offering, you know, trying to reach, reach this goal, which is a fantastic goal, but making sure that your, your efforts and work is, is paid for and that the services are funded for um, through business, uh, businesses and entrepreneurship. Uh, otherwise, I, I, I would be worried about uh, how the future would look like. So please, anyone that wants to, uh, is interested, has, has some questions, get in contact with Chris and see how you can utilize his services, his consultancy, um, or, his, um, or his website. Great. Thank you so much, Chris, for, for coming on. Uh, it was lovely to hear from you. I see uh, we've got a, a few people have joined us. Uh, Dino Animo is there. Dino Animo, Animal. Ryan uh, Giffen uh, is here too. Ryan, hey, feel free to uh, grab the mic, my, my friend. And also, um, John Neary, lovely to see you too. I know it's late in Japan. Um, it's really good to see so many recognizable faces here. <clears throat> So next up, we have the number one BCH merchant adopter of 2022, Sunny Kahani. <laughs> Lovely to have you here. I'm here. I'm here. 
Hello, hey, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going, Sonny? All is, well, all is well. <laughs> I've been a little traveling, and uh, uh, I actually posted. So I went to Mauritius, did a few onboardings there, and then back in India now, uh, definitely having some meetings, still working on the big, big adoptions, and soon we'll have an update. Uh, coming entire week, traveling to three major cities, that's Ahmedabad, Bangalore, and Goa, and definitely we'll have a few things also uh, did the second video uh, the other part of the onboarding video the first one we had the dot bitcoin.com wallet and the cash register app and now we have the others that was the how to accept tips because most of the people in hospitality actually called and said sunny you really have to mention because when people pay with vch they forget to tip usually when they pay with credit card it shows the option of tipping or they leave a cash but vch guys are not leaving tips so I actually specified in the video how uh, you can actually have the QR code. Pcashy actually had designed some amazing ones uh, that they can just print out and stick that QR code with a tip jar uh, logo on it. Also, I uh, mentioned was the, I even forgot what was it, <laughs> Electron Cash. So this is like a watch the transaction like like the managers want to watch the transactions but everything is in the video so uh, very soon uh, by three four days uh, hopefully i'll release it great i'm i'm looking forward to it the video if anyone that's listening uh, check out youtube.com and look up sunny gahani um the start accepting bitcoin cash video for me is is a really nice video very Nicely shot, professional. I think that there's quite um, a, a void of good, high-quality BCH videos. And I must say, I'm really impressed by this. I think it's one of the best, if not the best, um, uh, videos uh, for, for onboarding. Um, just very, very simple, showing the phone um, and showing exactly what the, what the user needs to do. So, yes, thank you very much for creating that for us, Sunny. Um, I know that not everyone maybe was happy with the video, <laughs> yeah, but we'll, leave, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll save that topic, huh? <laughs> that was, yeah, man. Uh, that made me drink a few extra beers and go a little uh, <laughs> off the track. But yeah, uh, but I, I think uh, I, I checked my video after a few times myself because everything I specified, it, it was everything, but every merchant that actually accepts Bitcoin Cash already knows he's accepting crypto. And I don't have to explain it. It'll be... 10% up or down tomorrow because I, the new market, everybody's seen how volatile everything is. And I wanted to keep it short, like five, seven minutes and not like a hour of a video explaining to them about crypto because that's not me. I mean, it's more technical or, or, or trading and everything. I'm just explaining them how to accept Bitcoin cash via the cash register app. So I kept it. To yes. That, you know? Exactly. Um, and I think that this is important. I'm someone that I like reading. And when I type in something to get information, I just want a short document that would maybe be one sentence to explain the information that I need. And I'm greeted with a YouTube video that's one or two or three hours long. And uh, that really grinds my gears. I've got to be honest. So seeing your video being eight minutes long, um, it's, it's great. It makes it much more attractive to me. And, and when people are saying, hey, you need to have more information in this video and it's missing information, uh, I think 
eight minutes is uh, yeah is the longest that, that that sort of a video should be so i agree with you keep it short keep it sweet um and of course there's always room for improvements but for me i think that's a great video and what i do believe there are some members of the wider crypto community that are maybe not so bch community friendly and sometimes uh comments are being made um it's known as concern trolling and uh i i sense that this is again a case of concern trolling uh someone's doing a great bit of work for the community and is helping push forward adoption is help pushing forward permissionless p2p cash and uh, so they're having a little having a little stab at that so i wouldn't take that uh, too hard and what i do notice uh, for anyone out there who has contact with sunny when you notice sunny's being fruity uh, with his language, maybe just wait for the day after when he's sober. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but I specified. I actually um, went through all, and I actually got calls uh, from from. I even don't know how they uh, were able to see the video. Some actually requested it in a uh, in Hindi, which I'm gonna find somebody to do it. I can speak Hindi, but yes, I actually the other one covers all the points. I specified exactly how to. Um, uh, add list on the map.bitcoin.com because they were wondering if the business is not on Google Maps. How do they do it? So it's just you have to just go on the Google Maps and try to do a listing. Not live in listing, just uh, find yourself and then check the coordinates. So basically the three, four points missing and then the shared wallets, uh, even though it's there on bitcoin.com, some people really wanted to see and they like the first version maybe, so they wanted you to specify. So I've actually done all of that uh, in the second part, kept it short. So that's that's all sorted. Uh, what is important is uh, a lot of countries I realized, like I went to Mauritius and they are welcoming Bitcoin Cash as everybody. Were, I mean, I, I was just there for three days, but they did not even have anybody uh, offering or onboarding any merchants. So we have to, in the next time, ask who else is there and which country and they don't see any on the map and try to start assisting us with the adoption. Very important. And I say, but you did, if I understand right, you did uh, adopt a, a bar or a restaurant or two, right? Yes, we did that. The taxi and then uh, a sports uh, sports shop and a shisha guy. So did four. The other one is just, uh, I'm trying to find the coordinates to list. <clears throat> What's, uh, while you're looking for that, I've got a uh, an interesting um, promotion. So while, while Sonny was drinking away his sorrows of having critique against his video, uh, he, he, made, he made a promise to me uh, and to the community, um, which he has to now uphold because he is a man of his word. <laughs> so no, no, Sonny, I actually have it. I have it. Uh, so, so yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yes. So um, Sonny is offering a one um, iPhone 13 Pro or Pro Max case, LED case with Bitcoin Cash lights, to give away, including postage, to wherever you are in the world. All the winner has to do is follow both Fiendish Crypto and BCH Sunny on Twitter and tweet to us both with um, the, uh, a why Bitcoin Cash meme. So it can be something funny or something interesting, something informative. And the best meme over the next two weeks um, will win uh, that iPhone 13 Pro or Pro Max case. And will be sent to you and that will, the winner will be announced in the next Bitcoin Cash Hangout. So for anyone that's listening also offline, uh, feel free just to start tweeting a load of memes. Um, and uh, well, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes out there. It's actually specifically, I only have two. Uh, one is for the iPhone 13 Pro and the other one is for Pro Max. 
so we only have that and uh, the there was a lot of people that showed interest so i told the guy to list it up on amazon exactly like the phone holders so soon it will be available on amazon as well but yes for this we will ship one of them great i'm i'm excited to see what comes in in the form of memes and uh, yeah this case is uh, i think sunny you showed it on your twitter if i'm not mistaken um it looks very nice it's flashy led with a big bitcoin cash symbol on the back um so uh, i think quite a desirable thing i might be sending some memes myself to try and win this hey i since <laughs> since chris is here i wanted to say chris uh, i'm going to actually give you a call later i'm a little slow with the tech part but i'm surely very very interested in having this conversation forward and uh, and and trying to see what we can do with the bch app exactly what we are doing with r and trying to see how we can get this bch vending machines going it's already on the way to r and and uh, looking forward to that very excited about the vending machines as well as other and, uh, uh, developments yep yeah. good then um the the other promotion that we uh worked out for the bitcoin cash hangout was a little fun game so for the person out there or persons who onboards the most merchants over the next 2 weeks up until the next bitcoin cash hangout um can win yeah 0.25 uh bitcoin cash or a quarter of a bitcoin cash all you need to do is again follow bch sunny uh, and fiendish crypto post pictures of every onboarded merchant for example the store face um or make sure the name is there in the picture and also please make sure that these places these shops restaurants whatever it is are added to map.bitcoin.com for verification and the winner again will be announced next week so please if anyone out there is interested whichever country you're in whether it's india or germany or nigeria or america or in the caribbean join in have a bit of fun with that and earn a little bit of extra bitcoin cash then um yes sunny uh, i also as i've heard some rumors that you are working on a bitcoin cash convention do you have anything there to tell us okay remember we actually uh, were discussing about the convention in saint martin or saint kitts uh, complete uh, coming november and uh, we all had a pause because of all the situations around or whatever it is uh, uh, things are looking better uh, actually also the vaccination part in sinkets we have elections on the 5th so by 6th uh, what do you call we'll actually have a similar same old government whatever it is but we have elections there and then i'm actually mp is traveling going to get on a call with him very soon and then uh, we'll also then uh, give a call to ryan and you and yourself and some few people we actually called a few already to see how, if it's possible we'll just uh, see how we can make it happen in november because in sinkets we have john juliani who's a good supporter of bch and he owns one of the best resorts the royal sinkets hotel and we don't have restrictions like st martin where where you end the conversation where they won't allow uh, extra merchants to come in or 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 because it's all inclusive the guests so in sinkets we can actually plan it Uh, properly where already the hotel is accepting bch the the adoption is completely island wide and the experience we want to give everybody is when you come for a bch conference not only can you buy the air tickets or the conference tickets is bch but actually live off bch you should not use your credit card or fiat currency at all zero so that's the plan and uh, in 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 the coming one week we'll discuss with with the few members we have and see how we can uh, proceed with this uh, and 
we definitely want to do it this year because uh, St. Martin is already discussing the legal tender. Uh, St. Kitts will soon discuss it. It was already in the talks. And what we also want to do is have both the governments present together and actually speak about it. MP is very happy. The Minister of Finance of St. Martin will join, hopefully. And then uh, it's just 20 minutes away. So wherever we do it, we can just uh, call everybody. And that's the plan. It'll be amazing where uh, uh, the developers speak for something and then the onboarders were speaking to something, but actually when the ministers from both the countries and the head of governments will speak about the legal tender part, it'll be amazing. That's yes, I'm very, ex I'm very excited about this. And this is forming a part of the debate or topic to, to everyone can just jump in and give their opinions. Um, I, for me, I, I'm very excited by the concept of B BCH being accepted as legal currency in any internationally recognized country. I think it opens up uh, huge doors to which um, I, I see it as the the first domino, really. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm very excited by this. And I I can imagine a Bitcoin Cash convention in either one of these two countries, whether it's St. Kitts or St. Martin's, will be a, a great way of maybe celebrating <laughs> such such an event. And I'm uh, very excited to hearing some of uh, the upcoming news with that. And what I also, I can't help confirm further is that wherever a crypto convention should be, uh, if it's really a crypto convention, then it should be everything should be accepted uh, in crypto. And if if uh, Mastercard or Visa or US dollars are required at any point, then I would I would call it a fail to be quite critical. So I'm really excited by a Bitcoin Cash only event, and uh, and I'm I'm sure that's going to be amazing. So yes, keep uh, keep tuned onto that. And Sunny, as soon as you've got more information. I'm sure a lot of people here are very excited to hear. I know Jason, who's probably curled up in bed right now in Australia, uh, Jason has already got his passport to come uh, to the Bitcoin Cash convention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I actually saw something. Uh, Ryan is here. Ryan was actually, I saw a flyer where Ryan is, uh, was speaking in a convention. Was it, was it tomorrow? I mean, some, somewhere soon I saw something. So I'll be happy to see, uh, hear that uh, and, and follow that part as well. So, and, and I want to know how, how the gas station, uh, my Florida onboarding of the gas stations, how it's going, because uh, I'm actually planning to do some in India soon. Sinkis and Nevis was good. Uh, they're still friends and doing well. But but this whole uh, up and down actually uh, really pushes them. Uh, it's very important now for all of us to go to all the merchants again, because we nearly lost like 30% of them and then had to push hard to get them back in. But yeah, we were successful. But it's it's a lot of follow up to do that, when it comes to yeah. this that, yeah. that is a fantastic way of ending um, and moving on to the next part, Sunny. So thirty percent of merchants were lost. So a lot of uh, work needs to be done now in getting those merchants back. So it brings us nicely onto the part of the show where I'm expecting all guests and members of the audience to uh, you know ask for the mic and to chime in to give their thoughts. Merchant's Paradise, Golden Road or Fool's Paradise. So some prominent uh, members, especially or ex-members of the community, have made the claim that merchant adoption is a waste of energy and resources and that the return of investment just isn't there. They say that the merchants give up accepting BCH soon after accepting it. The other side argues that merchant adoption is the key first step in the chicken or the egg situation towards mainstream use and that such merchant adoption 
as it's happening in St. Martin and St. Kitts is what's driving so much buzz and talk of legal tender. So is merchant adoption the golden road to creating a mass user worldwide low fee cash network or is it fool's gold and a waste of the community's resources? Jeremy, um, I would love <laughs> to, to, to start with you and hear your opinion on that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, 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 first thing I want to say is I think Sonny's doing a, a great job. You know, I'm not, I'm definitely not an expert in merchant adopting myself. So certainly any, um, you know, uh, skepticism should be, should be marred by that. I would s sort of come down on the point that merchant adoption is really important, but it's kind of not enough in the sense that, uh, like you said, a lot of it is, and I'm sure Sonny and others will agree, it, because it's a chicken and an egg problem, like historically people have not been convinced because they've seen a lot of like photos and, oh, well, we got this person uh, onboarded but then or on Bitcoin.com map, but then they follow up later and discover, okay, well, maybe, you know, that person stopped accepting it or it was six months ago or there's new staff who don't know. And for the onboarding, it's a lot of work to get someone on board and then it's even more work to go back and, uh, you know, convince them a second and third time, right? And volatility complaining to that. There can be all these kind of factors. So I think merchant onboarding is really important and in fact if it can be a, a, a hallmark of the bch economy that's amazing like part of the reason also that people are skeptical is because no other crypto has essentially shown it to be a viable strategy you know a lot of other cryptos have gained a lot of clout or ranking or market cap or hype by you know like nft speculating so then every other coin instantly wants to be in the nft speculating as well too right and because merchant onboarding is so uh difficult most coins have gone with the path of least resistance and that means that there's not a lot of uh you know evidence in other coins that this is a great idea right but i think it can be great for us and it it would be a key advantage if we could crack it because that would mean our community would have the skills and the tools and the infrastructure uh, for those things that other coins would not easily be able to copy. And that's, you can even see some of that starting in other cryptocurrencies where they're starting to think like, oh, wait a second, maybe if we're not being as innovative or not, we're not, you know, getting as much real utility out of this, then we're not going to just like, it's going to take us years to catch up because once those processes sort of stagnate or if they're not happening in your community it's very hard to to catch up later so to me i think the if we are going to have a focus on merchant on onboarding and so on we need to create like as localized of a network effect as possible which seems to be what's happening in the in the caribbean so that's really good but i wonder if we could supplement it somehow with the native strength of cryptocurrency which is things being online being internet focused right so this idea of tourism is a perfect one because you can get things set up in that local economy and then if you have a regular way of bringing in tourists to it then those merchants are far less likely to drop off or think this is pointless or or whatever right but yeah. to 
to facilitate that, yeah, you kind of want to have, you want to be making sure that's like as regular as possible. Uh, and you also don't want to be spreading out your efforts too much, you know, trying to bite off more than you can chew. If you're trying to do merchants in five different countries, that's a lot sort of worse than just having five times as many merchants in one country, especially a, a small one. And perhaps That's an interesting also, topic there. Yeah. That's what you you actually pulled that up with the team Latam. Um, they were yeah. you know going over this huge geographical area and uh, wanting to spread out all of their people there. And what you're saying is then to be very clear is you really believe that we should be or the community should be really focusing in a smaller area and create a much more dense network. Is that correct? Yeah, and I think we can even take it a step further, which is if we have identified those very high-density areas, once you have sort of a bit of a circulation or a concentration, you can then extend that with the internet. For instance, if we can see that, let's say, like in St. Kitts, you've got a small area and you have 100 accepting merchants, perhaps there would be a way for, you know, people on the ground uh, to then help those merchants to then do, like, an export like an online shop where they export their products also paid in bch so then you can have you know people online are always saying oh, why do i need you know bch where can i spend it then you could have like st kitts bch shop.com or something which just had all the different merchants and all the different vendors that you could just pay in bch and they would ship you you know whatever their thing that they were was selling was so i see a physical merchant adopting instead of just trying to spread it around everywhere should create a hyper concentrated local economy and then find a way to uh make it sustainable or to help it uh bootstrap snowball on itself by giving it extra reach through the internet which is where you can already get you know to a much larger pool of of bch people so that's yeah. that's kind of my thoughts on it <laughs> Okay, so hyper-concentrated. Uh, Sonny, what's your opinion on, on that? Should the merchant no. adoption be hyper-concentrated or should it be spread out across the world? Okay, so I, I, I'm actually trying to spread around the world because it's important uh, that uh, Bitcoin Cash is actually supposed to be uh, spent or used as USD. So wherever you go, you cannot take rupees, but USD is actually welcome in Senkits. For example, if you come with two Senkits, our currency is EC dollars, but if you bring USD, it's welcome. Uh, you'll be surprised that total of the British Virgin Islands legal tender is actually USD and not British pounds. Uh, but in, 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 he was right. In St. Kitts, we actually have the restaurants that accept the BCH. Then most of the supermarkets are covered. We have more than 10 supermarkets in St. Kitts and St. Martin, another 10, even wholesalers, the distributor for Heineken. Yeah, in fact, just call me just now while we are talking yesterday. That is a cash register phone. One of them was not working, so come and assist to replace it. So we are actually following up with all. And when I said we nearly lost, we didn't lose 30%. But yes, the gas station, one of the persons went and they, they, they were not accepting it because they didn't, they didn't know how the $1,000 EC became 400 suddenly. And they only make 5%. They don't even accept credit cards because the margins are so less. So we had to go to them, explain to them. And, and uh, most of them actually we know personally. But it's very important to circulate. Uh, in St. Kitts, we are successful with that. People are actually rotating it, and it's a cycle. We have the ATMs working. In fact, I shared the video with you guys, how my friend just went to an ATM machine yesterday, and they have to pay 170 when they sell it, and when they buy it at 
140, whatever that uh, thing is, instead of 155. So a 10% buy and sell markup. Whereas in the islands, we're actually offering them at zero percentage. So that's amazing because, yes, people are actually starting to buy now. Like yesterday, I saw a sale for six USD and 600 USD. So you will see there are all kind of people that are coming to the ATM machines. Uh, and it's, it's fun because we also want the common man to spend and see and experience the app and buy from the ATM. He definitely cannot do that in any other part of the world. So, uh, yes, we actually were successful in most of the businesses in St. Kitts accepting BCH. But we have to spread it everywhere. Like in India, because they're just not clear with the laws, it's tough and tough. But people are really wanting it. Uh, everybody's more than happy to, to accept it. But how do we do it? We need more hands. We need more people giving time. And, and it takes time. I mean, uh, the video was five minutes. But you know that when you go to onboard, it takes a couple of hours, right? Because they want to know what they're going to do, what's going to happen with the money, where they can use it. So it's not as, uh, what do you call the seven-minute job. But uh, like the person said, you have, the merchant actually has 1,000 questions to ask, and maybe more than that. And especially if you're dealing with corporates, uh, I actually, when I onboarded the hospital, I had to face 20 people in a boardroom from the chief accountant to the auditors, convince them first, even though the hospital owner is my best friend. Yeah. So, so it, it takes time. It will take time. But uh, I actually, I don't know what everybody thinks, but I, I believe that wherever we travel, we should uh, uh, spread the adoption and the more uh, green Bitcoin cash acceptance everywhere, the more spread it will happen. My my question is, uh, Sunny. So, if a merchant accepts Bitcoin Cash and it's very spread out, and that would mean then that that merchant would have a difficult time spending it. So, where am I? Sp I've got this Bitcoin Cash. I've accepted this from a consumer, and now I need to use it. But there's nowhere around me that can use it. So, wouldn't no. they just then swap that out to uh, no, no, US no, dollars no, no, no. or Traveler.com, for example? Everybody travels, or everybody has staff that travels. Use that $100 to book a room. Everybody needs a hotel room somewhere in the world. Everybody has short flights to do. Uh, there's many websites that actually offer refilling of your phone anywhere in the world. So you can be in UK, India, St. Kitts, St. Martin, or US. You can refill your phone with that apps. Actually, I have it on the listing. So there are many apps. So when the customers, or, or, or how you say it, when the merchants ask me in Mauritius, hey, there's no ATMs. You're going to come here. You're on vacation, and you disappear tomorrow. What do I do with the BCH? If Fendi's crypto comes and spends it. So I told that, but don't you travel? Use it to buy your flights. Use it to buy your, book your hotel rooms. And that's what the worth is. Because for them, it's just crypto coming in, right? It's a new uh, form of payment. Okay, so it sounds like the education then is maybe better required, making sure merchants are aware of where they can spend this. Um, but I would, I would imagine maybe in um, somewhere like India, where if this is being accepted by a smaller uh, shop, that probably, from my experience of India, the chance of them flying around or, or flying out of India is, is quite limited. So they would need to be using it locally. Or is that incorrect? India, India believe me, India has so much. I, I don't want to say it. Uh, but I mean, everybody knows it. India has so much money, man. Everybody wants crypto. They have no access to crypto. India exchanges have all moved out because of government regulations. India wants all the crypto possible. The world won't have enough crypto if really India all decides, Indians decide to buy it. So India is the last worry to sell crypto. Okay, great. Calistia, <laughs> I see you're here, here dude. Oh, sorry. Uh, before there, I was just seeing uh, Mini Satoshi. You put your hand up. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. 
Hey guys, uh, yeah, just just my my quick take on this. I don't I will shut up. Um, <laughs> um, I think I think wherever you travel to, I think it's always a great idea to try and onboard merchants there. But if there's if you're working on a campaign of any sort, uh, focusing in a single area, I think like others is is generally a good strategy because then you'll see people accepting. You'll see oh others accept it too. But the the other biggest thing for me is that you know I I typically my my own daily thing that I use every single day is I'm everywhere I go, every merchant I go to, every little thing I sell on my own. The first thing I always ask is, I'll, let me let me use a uh, pay me in Bitcoin Cash. That's what I tell every single person. And it doesn't always work, but I have about sixty percent success rate whether selling stuff on Craigslist or elsewhere. People are pretty open to it, and others that aren't, I just don't listen. I, I accept Bitcoin Cash. If you don't want it, that's fine. I uh, don't need to, um, but because it's not just about businesses being able to spend at other merchants and all that, but it's, it's, it help it helps when they can spend it for anything else, even in their own daily lives. Because for me, I, I feel that a means of exchange, if it can be used between friends, then more people start talking about it and more people start using it elsewhere. Where, because uh, in a business, sure, but I feel as a medium of exchange between friends and family, I feel that that's a big first step. And now there's many ways to do this, so I'm not saying that's the only way, and it's absolutely not. But I think that's another method that just for everyone, it's like it's a, it's a good way to get some outreach. Is just by you know offering to pay your friends back for dinner in BCH, or offering or or having them pay you in BCH, paying you back for dinner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Something like that to help spur the, the local economy as well. Yeah, I think that's it's a great point. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, 0 0.02 BCH is going your way uh, via chain tip. Um, CL, have you got a comment to that? Uh, yeah, I also like money, so feel free to send some money to me. Um, what we say uh, is is it has to be contributing towards the conversation ah, i'm sorry okay. that 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 doesn't pass the bar ah. <laughs> so, uh, one more thing i wanted to say is uh, you actually posted about the satoshi's angels rewarding the onboarders right and for a country like india 30 us dollars for the onboarding is real good. So if, if actually the population is so massive and if somebody really dedicates their time and decides, I'm just going to do on board, right? And he does one a day or two a day, which is not difficult. That is 1800 US dollars, which is way good for, for, for a normal uh, money income for a source for India. So I think that word is not out yet. And when the word will be out, somebody has to really worry about the promo promotion because Indians will really, really go after it hard. And I'm going to actually, um, I'm actually making my third video that I'll be planning and uh, what do you call the, explaining the onboarders that there is a program that's rewarding you. So go ahead, do the onboarding, feel free in your part time, whenever you don't have, uh, what do you call enough work or you, you have some drinking time, go ahead to a bar or a tire shop or, 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 or a doctor and, and show him about BCH adoption. Here's the stickers, we'll provide you with the stickers and then... Uh, uh, post it on Twitter and you get 30 US dollars. That's decent amount. And they give you another $5 if you actually post the transaction and actually do the video of the merchant. So that's 35 US. And right now, the way it's going, it's 3,000 rupees. That means 
if you do one onboarding a day, it's one lakh rupees. Hundred thousand rupees is very decent for onboarders. So any Indians listening out there, go ahead, start your onboarding from today. Uh, check check out uh, the details on Fendish Crypto's t- Twitter. Yep, and what's really important here, sorry, CL, before I, I really want to hear from you. What's really <laughs> important here is we've had um, we've had some, I think, many examples of merchants doing this in different countries, and um, where, where that sort of money is is very big. And what they've been doing is they've been passing around their phone and a big, the Bitcoin Cash wallet and just regenerating an address, taking a picture of that and say, "Hey, look, I've got a new merchant uh, on that." And this is something. Um, um, you know, with, with with regards to merchant adoption, for me, um, it, you know, it, it can't. It has to be uh, an established store, something that is verifiable. Uh, otherwise, uh, this is going to be a lot of money to achieve a very little, or actually maybe negative results. It'll break trust because I'm actually reposted. So what I do, my staff, I give them BCH. I make sure I have hundred people working for me. So one of them have to go every day to KFC. And Burger King, because I don't want that KFC and Burger King in same case don't have any BCH customers. And when you guys come for the conference and you go to KFC and they're like, what BCH? So we make sure the fire is on. All the restaurants are getting people. And KFC is actually KFC and Burger King have a daily daily customer buying some KFC and burgers. So we have to also make sure that when these merchants are onboarded, every week somebody attends to them. And even if it's $2 or a drink, make sure that the phone is working, the cash register is still there. Because last time we used to do the APK downloads and now we change it to Play Store because every time that APK would update, the cash register would stop working. So, yeah. okay, now uh, when when it, we were asked about how important it is for one area to do more networking for BCH merchants, we have shown it in St. Martin and St. Kitts. We made news and we are now famous only because we did so much adoption, right? So, yes, it helps for a whole area, like Ryan is doing in Florida, uh, uh, the gas station, so many restaurants, uh, people are doing in other places. We just starting Aruba and Nilang is going to start it. So it's important when you start in a country, don't just abandon it, continue the fire, push it hard. And then Dubai, we have for doing the, I heard, I mean, he actually is in touch with me and they are actually doing a meetup as well. So it's important to keep, keep, keep the fire on. BCH is up or down. Continue. Don't stop because look, if it goes down, it's going to go up, right? We don't stop. And the, and the really important and the important part you said there is you're making sure that those merchants have consumers, have people going in there, have have usage. CL, um, love to love to get you on that. What what did you uh, what do you have you got to add to merchant <laughs> not not getting money? <laughs> <laughs> That's something I know a little bit about. Um, it's yeah, it's a it's a huge chicken and egg problem. I think uh, Sonny really hit the nail on the head there. You you need to have uh, uh, basically a team of people who who uh, not only uh, set people up but also are available to help people when they have problems um, and uh, also you know uh, being regular customers uh, to make sure that uh, staff is informed on how to actually use. Uh, the apps or or uh, you know what what Bitcoin Cash is, um, it's it's uh, um, you know the the criticism I, I've I've often heard is is you know oh well we should be focusing on on NFTs or or we should be focusing on uh, you know whatever it is 
uh, you think is a, a, a better use. But, but you know, we, we want to be digital cash for the world, right? So all aspects of the economy have to be touched. Uh, and, you know, I'm not a developer, um, but I do know how to talk to people. So I can talk to a merchant at a store. Um, I'm a merchant myself. Um, I offer a, a 50% discount in my store to anyone who, who uh, wants to buy things with PCH. But the really funny thing uh, is that I've I've encountered both people online and people in the real world who, even when you offer them some kind of massive discount, um, they they don't want the hassle. <laughs> uh, of of having to install an app on their phone, um, even if that means uh, they get free money. It's, ah, no, no, I don't want to do it. Um, and I think until things become uh, incredibly seamless um, and volatility becomes less of an issue, um, there will still be a lot of resistance that's quite difficult to get over. Um, that being said, uh, I think you know, having merchants uh, available to spend your BCH um, and uh, perhaps even to pay their staff in BCH um, if if that's an option that uh, staff want uh, is incredibly useful and incredibly important. Um, and um, if uh, you are good at speaking to people and you're good at teaching, then uh, by all means, uh, get merchants in your area on board um, and uh, visit them regularly and buy your your coffee and your pizza or what have you. Um, yep. Yeah. I, uh, I've even been thinking myself about getting some adoption going in uh, in Germany. In one of the, we have a really high tourist areas. It's called Heidelberg, and there are so many... Asians there, especially because of the culture we have here. It's lots of castles, um, which is very exciting to a lot of Japanese tourists, especially. Uh, but there's also Americans there, and um, and it, what I what I think is is that the idea of Bitcoin Cash being a the world currency. So if you can have this in there are areas or places you can go to and and spend this uh, becomes very attractive um, and. Uh, uh, for me, I, I, what I really do think is is that merchant onboarding, um, yeah, is the is the first step. But the, the, the second step is is actually the usage of that. Uh, I think uh, Mini Satoshi also hit that um, really nicely. Is building these little small uh, local economies with friends and family. I, I I really think this is a big part of it too. So you know, if you have that next poker game with each other. Um, then maybe instead of with dollars and whatever, uh, do it with Bitcoin Cash. Uh, for anyone out there that likes doing online poker, I'm 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 a big poker fan, but uh, for me, online poker, I'm always a bit skeptical because you never know uh, who's seeing the other cards and if there's people cooperating. But a friendly game together without mirrors everywhere, absolutely use Bitcoin Cash and uh, and have a lot of fun there. And I and I think that that is a critical part of making sure that it's being utilized really. Um, amongst yourselves as much as possible. And I have to admit, this is something that I could also do better with and try and uh, uh, pay off uh, or pay my brothers and sisters and whatever in uh, Bitcoin Cash instead of pounds and, and euros. I also think that there's something else that's, ne that's far too often neglected is that I, I don't think, or maybe it's just me, but I don't see people like pushing enough to spread awareness that even large businesses like AMC accepts Bitcoin Cash in every theater online. Uh, Tag Hewler 
Gucci. They all accept Bitcoin Cash in store and online. And but the thing is, I don't hear anyone talking about it. Every time I tell someone, even in the Bitcoin Cash community, they're like, "Wait, AMC accepts Bitcoin Cash?" I'm like, "Yes, I've been doing it, using it for months." As like, I think this is something else that people need to be aware of, and it's a great thing. Like, so it's like, oh, but where can I spend it? Like, you can go to any AMC, you can go to any Gucci, you can go to any Tag Heuler, some big names right off the top of your head, and they're like really they all accept bch like yeah you can go there right now and spend it now maybe you won't but you can and i mean tag healer and gucci might be a little more challenging of a sell to some people because you know then you're really getting into a big investment but but amc 10 15 20 bucks most for a movie ticket i mean that's pretty reasonable you can get that from a tip or a single sale or something like that and that's that's a good way to get that that economy cycling which again it comes back to education um i think that their education is missing i know that satoshi angels ncl does a lot of work in every week publishing this news article and stuff like that is written in there um but it's often of course it's just a one-time affair and i think it's really good to keep on repeating this and make sure people know about it okay we have uh, expensive watch companies such as tag Heuer, then i I question how many people in the community would be buying something like that, certainly on a regular basis. But AMC Cinema, sure. Um, you know, I guess people people are going to the cinemas maybe a bit more often today than a year ago. Um, and it's good to maybe remind the community about this, of where they can spend their Bitcoin cash. And if anyone wants to help do that by retweeting stuff, um, then do that. And I think that this is a really important part, reminding people, where can you spend your Bitcoin cash? I have to remind myself sometimes of the tourist agencies that accept Bitcoin cash for planning holidays, for airfares. Um, and this is important. And we should be using it um, as much as possible, supporting those businesses and help increase its use. Uh, Chris, did you want to add anything to the topic? I just have a quick thing. Cheap lightning. Uh, so yeah, uh, you just mentioned you're associated with the news and Satoshi Angels? Yes. Oh, you are? Okay, okay. We'll, uh, we'll have a quick he, talk. He is a Satoshi, Satoshi Angel. He is the only cat <laughs> on their team. <laughs> <laughs> all the rest all the rest are beautiful uh, beautiful young um asian uh, women and then then there's cl <laughs> oh, we, we not entirely to... true but close. After this, maybe, uh, definitely we need your assistance with with spreading the awareness and the program and to let people know that there is a program ex existing and and yes so we'll, we'll chat soon on that and just your just... Uh, latest video is already in the uh, quick... news for monday yeah perfect i will give quick... guys yes what so, i leave I just have to say something that when you do merchant adoption, don't just focus because people have the thoughts of it just for restaurants or hospitality. Do it everywhere from A to Z because when a, when, when a merchant, not a merchant, but when a spender, BCH, when you guys come, we want everybody to accept it from A to Z. So spread it and you'll be surprised. We just uh, don't have the confidence. Sometimes we actually give up before we start the adoption that they won't take it. But believe me, they wanted more than we wanted. Initially, the first 20 or 30 or 40 adoptions took a little effort. But after that, people started calling us. And look, we achieved Burger King, KFC, Hilton, and big names, even hospitals in India. So so spread it. And then uh, if you want stickers, if you want some onboarding kits, uh, we are now shipping to all the countries. Uh, feel free to text me. Or what we're doing in the US, I'm trying to send a kit. Uh, Ryan will definitely have some things. So we should have, uh, we don't, we should not expect somebody to go out on board and print stickers on his own, help us too, right? That won't happen. So we should give him a little bit 
uh, 0.01 BCH stickers, I mean, uh, the gift things. We will provide the T-shirts, we will provide the stickers, because that much, that's the least we can do. In India, I mean, I can print 10,000 stickers for next to nothing. I just took a whole bag when I went to St. Kitts this time. I took 100 neon signs and, and, and maybe 50,000 stickers with me. And then I'm sending it to Guadeloupe, Martinique, Dominica, all the islands. So that's the least we can do is provide you with stickers. Because when you do adoption, people have to know. Not everybody knows about the Bitcoin, map.bitcoin.com. So we have to put a sticker. I know it's, it's really too much to ask from the merchant. And I actually do like five, six stickers in a merchant. And they have no problem. Uh, because believe me, they want the crypto for free. If they have to really go buy a machine from the ATM, they pay 10%. So if you need help with uh, stickers and adoption kits, text us and we'll be more than happy to provide it and ship it to you. Great. Thank you so much, Sonny. So you heard that there. Contact Sonny with regards to stickers for merchant uh, onboarding. Kalisti, if I'm not mistaken, we haven't heard from you. How are you? And what's your opinion on merchant adoption? Is it the golden road or fool's paradise? What do you think? Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. So merchant adoption. I think... I mean, you got to think about it, right? We, we it's who's who's a merchant. It's going to be in the real world and online, right? And every time I introduce somebody to Bitcoin Cash, the first thing that they always ask me is like, "What can I use it for? Where can I spend it?" Right? So it, it's kind of funny. Uh, I forget if it was Sunny or if it was Jeremy who mentioned this earlier, uh, where oh yeah, you can go on like Travela, and you know, you you got to travel. Um, everyone needs to travel. Yeah, I think that was Sunny saying that. And so, uh, you know that it. We're saying, yeah, we got to get all these uh, merchants onboarded in the real world. But one of the first places that we're saying you can do, and and now I remember Jeremy was talking about the the hyper localization. You know, in St. Kitts, you can go anywhere and and spend BCH. That's great. So if you, if I hand uh, a BCH tip to somebody in St. Kitts and they ask me where can I spend it, I'll literally just like wave my hand out, be like, look around you, you can spend it everywhere. If here in my hometown in the U.S., uh, I do the same thing, and somebody asks me where can I spend it my answer is usually going to have to be something like purse.io you can get stuff off of amazon because that's what people are interested in uh so it, it's we, we really do have to touch on it from all fronts all economic actors need to be involved here for me i think it's uh we get a broader reach by by building like digital services like purse.io you know if i can spend stuff online like i i've always held that that seam stopping bitcoin acceptance back in 2017 just just like really put a huge axe in our in in just bitcoin's momentum even before the fork um because imagine if i could just still go on there and just spend five bucks in bch bch is a joy to spend so i mean i think a lot of people would enjoy that and if you even think back in 2013 as well we had silk road um and so that was yet another online property where people were spending bch on i mean let's be frank that's a high demand market so um I, I really do think things have to happen in parallel but but just focusing on one thing or the other doesn't work it really has to be kind of everything because you also have people like um uh you know like aaron's bitcoin module right um which is a huge boon for these physical businesses because now we have dedicated hardware just getting um like the cash register on an android tablet it, it's not as great of an experience as just having the payment module just one step give you this qr code you know um so i really do think everything has to happen kind of all at once it's really circular i mean we keep saying it's a chicken and egg thing and it really is we got to be doing these things on all fronts 
doing things on all fronts. And what I understood there was a very big call out from Callisti that we need a Silk Road too, if I understood right. <laughs> so if anyone wants to risk going to jail and uh, and, and selling uh, some some narcotics and high quality narcotics to the world, then uh, that 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 would help Bitcoin Cash. <laughs> yeah, hashtag um, free Ross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Yes, I, I, I don't know how everyone else there feels about about such things, but I, I believe that whatever you do to your body is absolutely your choice, and that's that's all fine by me. If you want to take uh, ecstasy or heroin, that that should absolutely be be your your free choice. And uh, the funny thing is, is that most yeah. So it's also um, you know uh, an app like Open Bazaar used to exist. Uh, you had a truly decentralized uh basically like ebay clone right you can buy and sell things or i guess closer to craigslist right uh i feel like that that would also just be something that we really need that i'm that i'm just surprised we don't really have um we got to put the peer-to-peer into peer-to-peer here right that you were saying earlier we, we've got to be using it amongst ourselves um there was uh, a bitcoin casher in the price channel i bought an ultra wide monitor off of um and that was great it was super seamless i mean uh after chatting with most people, you know, you can kind of get a feel for are they going to scam you or not. And you can uh, do whatever kind of identification you want to do outside of that to make sure that it's good. I mean, a, a monitor can be kind of an expensive item, but it, it all worked well. And I've got it sitting on my desk now and I couldn't be happier. And it was in Bitcoin Cash. So so how could it be better? Yeah, that is, it's really lovely. And spending Bitcoin Cash and, and is is really a great feeling, as you said. It's so easy. It's so effortless. Um. And what, what, what I do think, yeah, is that this chicken and the egg problem is something that is definitely ongoing. I think the work that's been done by Sunny in particular over the last uh, six months in the Caribbean has definitely generated a lot of buzz. Um, what I do think is also um, it was someone from uh, Team Latam or someone in Venezuela that, that said this and absolutely on their head is getting the entire vertical, making sure that merchants can also buy their wares and goods from the supplier in BCH. And if then the supplier can buy their wares and goods in BCH uh, and so on, all the way to the uh, the initial r- raw ingredients and the farmer. I think if there was to be one vertical completely able to be paid for in Bitcoin Cash, I, this is my opinion. I think that this would have the value of about 100 merchants. I think that this would be huge because all of a sudden you have a closed system within that. And so any consumer that's buying uh, something from a merchant in Bitcoin Cash in such a system, the merchant is probably going to keep a lot of that value in Bitcoin Cash rather than swapping it out. Does anyone have anything to add to this conversation, to the debate of um, merchants and whether this is the right way to be going, right way of investing community resources, or if they think that adopting uh, merchants en masse is actually not a very clever idea. You know, one other thing I forgot to, I neglected to mention earlier is that one thing, just like um, Associates Angels, not just their merchant adoption campaign, they have their, their, their spend BCH campaign. And I feel like almost no one realizes that. What is it? It's like you'll get 20% or something, or maybe it's 50%, whatever. It's like some crazy high number. Bitcoin cash back on every purchase you make with BCH. So if you go and spend 10 bucks, oh, you'll, you'll get $2 back. Uh, or however much it is um and you know you can get up to like 200 bucks back a month on different purchases up to like uh i think it's like up to like 50 bucks uh, a transaction uh, i mean i make sure to take advantage of this though 
Um, maybe I use it a little too much, <laughs> but I think more people definitely it, should. Yes. Well, CL, can you confirm that? Is it 20% that people get back on a cashback? Uh, yes, it is 20% uh, up to $50 um, per, per submission um, and a total of $200 a month max. Okay, well, that is really fantastic. Um, I also knew about this, but it is great to remind people um, of of these services uh, that the community is offering, and what a what an amazing service. So, um, yes, everyone that's there listening and wants to get some Bitcoin cash back, then go and spend it, and make sure that Satoshi's Angels are aware of that. Um, and check out their website, satoshisangels.com, for the terms and conditions regarding that. Great. So thanks, everyone, for your comments. Um, for me, it's, uh, I would say the, uh, the opinions weren't too strong. Um, it, basically, I think everyone's in agreement with this one that we need to make sure that merchants are uh, being supplied with consumers. Um, and... Uh, whether it should be localized or, or dense, uh, for me, there was uh, uh, not opinions in both directions. My personal opinion is uh, I know I can adopt people, friends and colleagues to use and spend Bitcoin cash much easier if they could go into a bar or a restaurant nearby or the post office and just buy whatever it is they want in Bitcoin cash. So I'm definitely leaning towards the dense um, density and so I that's why I think the adoption that's happening in St. Kitts and St. Martins is a fantastic movement and if something like that could happen in India where you know a lot, I, I actually haven't got the exact population in my head it's what 1.5 billion people something like that uh, if there was to be any sort of density of Bitcoin cash adoption there then oh my um, then the, the last 60% increase that we've seen will be nothing compared to what we will be seeing. So I'm also excited if uh, Sunny and uh, Co would like to start adopting that. Go ahead, please. That leads us on for the uh, the last 50 minutes uh, on to the, the last topic, which is the importance of a country accepting BCH as legal tender. Some people in the community feel that Bitcoin should not ask for permission to be accepted in a country. Others argue that granting more rights for citizens is clearly better then less rights. And having clear legislation that allows merchants to voluntarily accept and use Bitcoin Cash makes life easier for everyone. But in any case, what impact and importance does a country making BCH, or Bitcoin Cash, legal tender have on the value of Bitcoin Cash on the community in general? So, Kelisti, I'd love to start with you. What do you think on that? How important is it uh, for a country to accept Bitcoin Cash? Okay, so on one hand, yeah, there's the promotionless nature of BCH. We really can just start using this on more or less a global scale whenever we want. You know, uh, we could be using it amongst ourselves. We could compete completely bypass our national currencies if we really wanted to. Um, but going back to the chicken and egg problem, most people, when uh, you talk about BCH or give them BCH, they don't know what to do with it. So I think having um, a proper voluntary legal tender law in a, a, a country that has enough economic development for it to like matter um because you know we i guess we have legal tender for for bitcoin core in el salvador and in the central african republic but um they're 
are pretty well documented issues with the rollouts there, both in terms of how it's non-voluntary um, and in terms of the, the population's wealth. I mean, they just simply don't have the infrastructure in a lot of the places in those countries for people to even access Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash. So I do think that that a proper voluntary legal tender law would really instill confidence in the population of a well-developed country. Um, for instance, like if the U.S. government like just came out and said, yep, we're, we're, we're very pro Bitcoin, Bitcoin cash. I mean, actually, um, I know some governors of some states, uh, Arizona comes to mind. I know they specifically by name mentioned both Bitcoin and Bitcoin cash in the legislature, which is huge in my opinion. Um, so, I mean, just having pro crypto, uh, senators, Congress people and governors, uh, I think that does start to help instill confidence in people where, um, you know, one question that I had with the, with the one merchant that I attempted to onboard here uh, was, how do I know that this isn't a scam, <laughs> right? And and depending on who's asking that question, that that can be kind of hard to answer because what do they think is a scam? You know, do they already yeah. think that crypto is a scam? Then it's going to be kind of hard to say that that this one is different, right? I thought we were clear. Bitcoin Cash and and Bitcoin is a scam, right? You buy Bitcoin, you sell it to someone else at a higher price, and then you run off and into the sunset. Is that not the case then? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, and this could apply to literally any cryptocurrencies. Like, without being able to describe that succinctly, then then how do we know that it's not a scam? I mean, yeah, we can say it's all on the blockchain, but then they, what if they don't know what a blockchain is or why they should trust a blockchain, you know? Yes. And from this point, what I think is important is explaining what the future is, what's coming in the future uh, with centralized uh, centralized bank digital currencies. I, I With painting the future of... Um, programmable money from the government, then it makes it much easier to explain why decentralized cash is important. Because I think in countries such as America or Europe, where we have the euro and the dollar, which are relatively strong and relatively easy to use today in comparison to 2008, uh, when Bitcoin was invented, then it becomes quite difficult to sell that. Um, but uh, if you explain the benefits what's coming I, I think this helps a lot but um yes yeah, so you said voluntary legal tender law would make people feel much more secure about uh, the currency i guess it gives it a, a legal um bit of legal security this is actually a, a real currency and, and not a scam sunny what do you think about that how do you think uh legal tender for example in st kitts uh or st martin or wherever else how would that affect the world would it be important um or not? I, I, to be honest, uh, I actually have to look into it exactly. What will be the difference after it is made a legal tender? Because we already have ATMs. Everybody's accepting it uh, from a tire shop till a hospital, doctors, restaurants. So, but yes, I, I'm sure that it'll, it'll give it, it the exchange status or, or transaction uh, more clear with the banks. Uh, I, I really... So I'm still have to check into it, look into it, to be honest. Okay. But MP, is there MP, anyone MP, in the audience? On the next, uh, next, next one, we'll still have asked this question to MP. We definitely know that in St. Martin, uh, today, three of my friends were able to use uh, their bank accounts and cards. And actually, the transaction was noted as crypto. And the bank said, we don't have a problem. But the only reason is because French and Holland, I mean, half and half, they ha have already no issues with the with the crypto transactions with the banks in Synkis we have not tried it yet uh, but I think we cannot connect uh, some of the apps directly uh, whether it's uh, DeFi apps or I mean uh, uh, 
uh, exchanges to our bank accounts. Uh, I don't want to try that, to be honest, until it really becomes a legal tender. Uh, because last time uh, they had issues with the passport uh, monies coming in. They actually closed my company accounts because one of the wires came into my liquor accounts. So uh, one thing we know in St. Kitts for sure, and I do it, if anybody has wants to buy wholesale liquor, tobacco, passports or whatever, and you want to pay with Bitcoin Cash, feel free. I'm actually paying with Bitcoin Cash for my liquor containers. Uh, it's around $100,000 US a container. But if you want to trade, I know many merchants, all the beers. If you are traders, you, are, you, you, have, you, have, you want to buy wholesale things with BCH, text me. We'll, we'll hook you up. Okay. Just, um, just to be clear, uh, uh, when, when you say buying passports, you mean uh, uh, citizenship through investment, not, uh, not anything nefarious. No, no, citizenship <laughs> by investment. So, so <laughs> okay. it offers you, but it's called buying a passport because technically you're not going through the process of staying uh, 10 years or, 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 or marriage, uh, you know, marrying the citizen. You're just paying either donating or investing in a real estate and buying a citizenship. So passport is a long term, but it's, it's, it's nice. Actually, Roger has a company. Uh, I mean, uh, they actually have a venture. It's passport by crypto as well. But I, I'm into passports as well from uh, citizenship from the last eight years. And there are many more uh, people. Actually, entire Sinkits depends on citizenship program. So, yes, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah. With, um, with regards to... Um country accepting BCH as legal tender, MB Bryson or Rolando Bryson was invited onto the show. He's, he's on holiday right now, um, so couldn't make it, unfortunately. But one thing he, he has actually mentioned um, in the past with, with regards to this question, um, why it's so important. And uh, if I could briefly, uh, if I can remember what he said, it was, it was actually uh, looking at El Salvador as one example. El Salvador made Bitcoin a legal tender. And straight away after this happened, other countries started really looking to emulating this model. So there was then the law was in place and they could then emulate that. And so other countries in South America, such as Panama, were looking at this. In the Congo, they also brought in their own Bitcoin uh, legal tender law. So it really sends a signal. It sends a spark to other countries and then they can start looking at this and they can start copying this. And uh, and this is what he was saying with uh, a small little island like St. Martin with 50,000 people. Um, the size wouldn't matter. The fact is, if it was to accept Bitcoin Cash as a legal tender, then it sets a template uh, uh, for other countries to follow. And what was so important, what Rolando really made made clear, it would be voluntary. This is the big difference between what's happening in El Salvador and what's happening in um, in St. Martin's. So what would the difference be for an average person when uh, in St. Martin's when Bitcoin Cash becomes legal tender? What it would mean is that there's clarity, first of all, when it comes to how, uh, uh, what, what, uh, if they can accept it and, um, to, and they can pay their taxes in Bitcoin Cash and they can um, uh, pay for any government uh, uh, um, organizations in Bitcoin Cash, um, which is actually a really big thing. So at the moment, a merchant, if a merchant um, wants to be uh, doing everything legally and correctly, as I, I'm guessing many merchants want to, they're accepting their US dollars. And of course, at the end of the year, they will have to pay a tax on the uh, on the sales. Or, <clears throat> and with Bitcoin Cash, it would be the same. But now in Bitcoin Cash, if it's not legal tender, they would have to accept Bitcoin Cash. They would then have to sell some Bitcoin Cash to 
to convert it to US dollars to pay the government. Now, of course, if you accept Bitcoin Cash and it's at 1,500 um, uh, uh, US dollars at that point, when you come to pay your tax, maybe it's only $100, which would mean that you all of a sudden owe debt, owe money maybe. Um, so uh, by making it a legal tender, it would make it much easier, much, uh, uh, much more uh, transparent to make such payments uh, minimizing the risk for merchants. Um, so that, that, that there's two aspects there. So easier for the merchant, clearer for the people living in uh, these islands, such as St. Martin, but also the copying of such law and voluntary. This is an important part. He stressed this in his parli parliament debate, voluntary exception. So it wouldn't be voluntary for the government to accept Bitcoin Cash. They're forced to under law, but it would be completely voluntary for a merchant or consumer to use uh, Bitcoin Cash, which is actually the same as it is in many countries uh, with, with, when it comes to MasterCard or Visa or any other payment methods. No one is forced in most countries to accept any payment method, whether it's cash um, or coins or cards or whatever. Um, normally, the merchant can choose. It only comes with certain types of debt uh, that then all the legal forms of money have to be accepted. CL, uh, I'd love to hear from you. What do you think? The importance of a country accepting Bitcoin Cash as legal tender? I think it's incredibly important. Um, of course, as you've stressed multiple times, voluntary is the key there. Um, uh, I won't uh, reiterate that. But um, um, if, if Bitcoin Cash becomes legal tender in one country, um, then... Um, you know that means that basically every every uh, economics ministry uh, around the globe is going to have to update their database uh, with the words uh, Bitcoin Cash, um, and uh, you know it just gets the ball rolling. It's the first domino. Um, uh, just makes things easier for everyone. Um, makes uh, uh, just so many so many doors open uh, and takes away so much ambiguity um, and uh, yeah I, I uh, am really hopeful that uh, something happens uh, in the Caribbean there um, soon um, and uh, sets that uh, domino off I'm really excited for that domino, and I do think it's going to be a uh, a really important domino. I'm seeing on Twitter that people are having issues with the spaces, that um, there's long pauses and breakups of the audio quality. I have to say, for me, everything sounds fine. I'm hearing you all loud and clear. Uh, CL, have you have you been, or anyone else here, is anyone having been having issues? Nope. Nope. I did drop okay. out, yeah, for a little bit. There was there's How been a couple of breaks, you. but I think that's I think that's my own internet, not the space. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, it's it's lovely to hear your voice uh, because I would love to hear from you. What's what's your opinion on this? Do you do you agree with CL? This is incredibly important, or do you have a different opinion on uh, a country accepting BCH as legal tender being important? Well, I think it's good. I don't don't think it's a step backwards. I think the interesting aspect to it is that you, to get to get there, you you need either one of two or ideally both things, right? One is you need enough sort of organic support because you know, with very few exceptions, 
a country is not going to get really uh, excited or get momentum for Bitcoin Cash or for any crypto to be legal tender unless a, at least a good chunk, it doesn't have to be all of them, but a sizable percentage of the citizens are interested or are already trading it, uh, for instance, and that seems to be part of you know what's happening in the, the Caribbean. That's been a big issue, and again, that sort of ties into our previous conversation about uh, hyper. You know, to get it's better to get uh, everyone concentrated in one area because it creates that political um, base. And then the second aspect is you need sort of somebody to champion it within the political structure itself, right? So that's where we have uh, MP Bryson doing great work, and so. You do really need to combine those those two aspects, and if that seems to be what's happening with with BCH, and when we watch the hearings, that it was amazing that the people who didn't basically like it, they essentially couldn't deny that. Wait, we're seeing the stickers everywhere; it's becoming a talking point. People are using it. You know, they're sort of in this panicked, uh, defensive phase and finding it hard to deny. Uh, any you know reasonable request to address this or make some progress or acknowledgement of it just because it's happening around them whether they whether they like it or not basically and I think that's the way we we should sort of approach things so if we're going to try and get into a, a neighboring country and that was a great point that MP Bryce made that the other countries were all watching the El Salvador rollout and that they weren't impressed, right? Because nowhere yep. else really copied them in the in the local area and all those politicians and all those uh, countries that are in the same region. Of course, they all interlinked. They all know what each other are doing and they all, you know, chat to each other after work and stuff so i think that's where if bitcoin cash can make a a huge impact the impact won't necessarily be so much the specific law but will be the the precedent that it sets and i'm really excited for that because people have seen the el salvador thing with bdc happen and then kind of sputter out and fail like uh naive bukele threw all his money into it and then the price crashed and then he's been criticized and it's just been a disaster all, all around but if we could provide a, an alternate scenario where none of that speculation and gambling came into it just people were adopting and using it and then the political support came in i can really see other countries being much more interested in in that as a potential like successful uh model so i think that's that's where the real value is going to come into it and it would get yeah, it would catch everyone off guard but it would be amazing if suddenly uh we got that through and then you know, one of the nearby countries said, we really like what's happening in San Martin, so now we're trying to copy them instead of El Salvador. If you're going to do it right, uh, sorry, if you're going to do it, do it right. Um, and, you know, in El Salvador, El Salvador, the Bitcoin usage, of course, you know, do we trust the mainstream press uh, about Bitcoin usage? Uh, maybe it's not the wisest thing to do, but the the mainstream press and anything that I can find about usage of El, uh, Bitcoin in El Salvador and also from people in the community who have gone there, um, it, it does seem that people just aren't using Bitcoin. So under the law, technically it is forced that everyone has to accept this um, despite um being uh, said or in, in speech that no you don't have to accept this but actually in law it is quite black and white uh, the Bitcoin is basically not being used and what is being used in, in, in uh, El Salvador even if people that are using Bitcoin, it doesn't even seem to be running on the Bitcoin network or even Lightning network so I'm not really sure what's happening there but it seems like a pretty bad test case of 
legal tender and uh, in a country. So um, I'm I'm very glad that Rolando is forming his own idea of what legal tender law should look like. And uh, from what I've seen, uh, mostly I can agree very much. Uh, you know, I've stressed it already, but with voluntary, it's very, very important. But as you said, uh, Jeremy is making sure that uh, it's getting the people basically using using this rather as a speculation tool, is actually using it within the community, and then uh, and then the politicians coming in and getting involved in that. So great! Um, thank you, everyone, for your feedback and for for joining us in the debate. Uh, is we've only had one person from the audience come in and grab hold of the mic. So thank you, Mini Satoshi. Um, you see there. You've got your 0 0.02 uh, Bitcoin cash, huge, huge amounts of uh, money money for most of us. So please don't spend it all at once. Take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, let me, let, I'd rather send it back to you so you can send that to uh, anyone else going forward. So just uh, let, either I can change it back to you or send me your, some of your address and I'll, I'll shoot it back to you. Uh, if, you, if, if you don't want it, that is your money. Um, uh, but what I'd say, uh, Alex, is feel free just to chain tip that to someone else, uh, someone that you think is making a great Bitcoin Cash comment. Or maybe if, if anyone posts some memes, uh, then, then forward it to those. Um, because we've actually got a lot more Bitcoin Cash to give away. I was hoping to give away a lot more today. Um, but uh, everyone's either very shy or maybe it's technical issues um, that people are having. I'm not sure. Um, but for anyone in the audience in the future for the next Bitcoin Cash Hangout, please don't feel afraid just to come on, grab the mic, um, add to the conversation and earn a cup of coffee or a beer or whatever it is in Bitcoin Cash in your, uh, for you to, to go and spend. Uh, and that's, that's the key. I think the key message is spend. Use it, replace it, save it, whatever. It's your money. Um, but make sure it's being being used and use the services that offer Bitcoin Cash. Uh, Alex, it was also a great comment. Thank you. Uh, with uh, Tag Heuer, uh, AMC Cinemas, um, and everything else, uh, Satoshi Angels, that's also giving you cash back on purchases um, that you're you're doing in Bitcoin Cash up to a limit. Um, make sure we're using uh, all of this and, uh, yeah, making sure that uh, we stick to the original goal, a P2P cash system. So the time uh, is now. Uh, Sorry, I, I want to just uh, add something. And for all the Indians listening, we have the first Bitcoin Cash coffee shop opening in Bangalore. They actually just told me they're going to actually open one in Bombay too. So we're going to have Brilliant. two uh, dedicated Bitcoin Cash themed coffee shops in India very soon. Hey, that's really fantastic. And uh, next time I'm in India, um, I'll try and pop over and, and have a cup of coffee there. What you need to do, uh, Sunny, as I said, you need to go into Pune. And you need to help help uh, set up some merchant op adoption there. I'm sure be in Pune uh, in India within the coming months, probably. And uh, and if I can pop in somewhere and, and get a, a chai tea or whatever in uh, Bitcoin Cash, I would love it. But the time is now pressing on. Um, we're over time slightly. So I'd like to thank all of our guests for joining us and for the discussion today. The Bitcoin Cash Hangout is available for offline enjoyment at rss.com forward slash podcasts forward slash fiendish crypto. If you want to show your appreciation for the show, please find a donation link pinned on the Twitter at fiendish crypto. Um, please don't forget to follow all of our guests if you want to stay up to date with the latest Bitcoin Cash news. I am fiendish crypto. This was Bitcoin Cash Hangouts. I wish you all a very good morning, a good day, and good night.
I just want to, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, 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 just to let everyone know, uh, the uh, Bitcoin Cash Network discussions crew is going to be doing um, uh, Twitter space tomorrow uh, for BCH Day um, at uh, 1, 1 UTC. Uh, please check out uh, Satoshi's Angels uh, Twitter for the link. Um, and feel free to join. Uh, we will be doing a year in review, so uh, anyone who wants to participate is more than welcome. So, Ooh, thank you. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, yes, I do love the work at Satoshi's Angels, and I, uh, yes, uh, and uh, I love all your work actually, and uh, I love the fact that you're in every group, and uh, even, even even when the group's completely new. Right. <laughs> then on that note, <laughs> love you all, and uh, I'll see you in two weeks at the latest, and I wish you all a great day. Take care. Cheers, guys. Meow. Yeah.